there was a lot of big news today. And I mean a lot of big news. Bro, I was trying to sit in class and like learn and I could there was like just constantly different things happening. I was like, did that really happen? <laughs> it was one after the other today. Well, we started off the day with uh, big news about Aaron Rodgers. $50 million a year. A year for four years. $200 million contract. Largest in NFL history? Largest for quarterbacks. Largest for quarterbacks? I think it's 153 mil guaranteed. So it. Oh, yeah. yeah guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. So the NFL you, works weird. Yeah, it does. I think largest quarterback contract is probably largest contract for any position, right? I mean, $50 million a year is absurd. That's a quarter of their salary cap. Oh, that's pocket change for me. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, he um, makes bank. Next report that came out today, I believe, was Russell Wilson trade. Yeah, that was right. a. I think an unexpected trade. I didn't really know the Broncos were kind of in the market. Well, I feel like once they heard the news about Aaron Rodgers, they were like, oh, crap. And they got put into scramble mode to uh, appease the fans. And they ended up trading for one of the most underrated quarterbacks nowadays in Russell Wilson coming off injury last year. Uh, didn't perform as well he has as he has in previ- previous years. But he was still good, I'd say. Oh yeah, uh, underperforming team overall, but sent the Seahawks to an into a complete rebuild. Yeah, complete rebuild. They, uh, you know, the Seahawks back in what twenty seventeen in the Super Bowl. I think Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl. Uh, it was it was before that. I think it was like twenty thirteen. Maybe nah, it wasn't that long ago. It was pretty long ago. Really? Yeah, it was long time, ago. It's hard to remember what when yeah. time actually is nowadays. It definitely wasn't 2017. 2017, I think, was the... Well, I might have been the Panthers, Bro- the Broncos Panthers 2017. Yeah. Um, 2017, who was 2017? Was it the Patriots and the Falcons? Was that oh, that dude, year? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I can't remember that far back. But the next news is, uh, not as major news, but still big news, Mike Williams signs a four-year extension uh, with the Chargers. I think it's a three. I think it's $20 million a year. Or, yeah, I think it's three. A lot of... After the the previous week not being too entertaining, there wasn't a lot happening. This week really kicked off the month of March in a great way. A lot of news coming out. A lot of great news coming out. It's a three-year deal for $60 million. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers also placed a franchise tag on wide receiver Chris Godwin. Did he they? Tore his, he tore his ACL at the end of the season, but they, they put, placed a franchise tag on him. All these, all these wide receivers that were going to be on the market are getting tagged. Didn't Devontae Adams get a tag, too? Yep. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams back in Green Bay next season. So, if you're a Packers fan, you couldn't be happier. That's ridiculous, man. Well, how do you feel the uh, the Seahawks and the Broncos made out in this deal? Um, it's it's actually a blockbuster deal, something the NFL hasn't seen much of. Well, yeah, when Russell Wilson gets traded, one of the top ten quarterbacks probably in the NFL, it's probably going to be considered a blockbuster, blockbuster deal. All right. The Broncos received Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick, while the Seahawks mm-hmm. received Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, two first-rounders, two second-round picks, and a fifth-round pick. So, if I'm a Broncos fan, what year did Peter Manning retire? 2017, 2016? 20, after the 2015, after he won the Super Bowl in 2015, yeah. For the past six years, they've had no quarterback stability. Mm-hmm. So, I'm a Broncos fan. I'm looking at it. Okay, I gave up two first-round picks, two second-rounders, gave up Noah Fant. That's okay. Now I finally have a state like a, a st- quarterback that's stable mm-hmm. and can provide for my wide receivers every game. And you have Jerry Judy, you have Cordell Sutton, Cortland Sutton, you have Tim Patrick, you have KJ Hamler who was hurt, mm-hmm. but still a good wide receiver. 
you may not have those number one picks to build your team around. Like you don't have the assets, obviously, to build around your team, but you did fill the most important position on a football on a football team at the quarterback position. You now have stability there, like you said. But now, how are they going to build around Russell Wilson? They don't have a bad team. I feel like they were miss one of the major things they were missing was a quarterback. But you got to think of it this way: they also got rid of a major part of their offense and Noah Fant. Uh, there'll probably be players in the tight end market coming up, especially since they, no offense, a young guy. Uh, how do you feel the uh, Seahawks made out in this deal? Well, still on the Broncos, you asked how they would build around Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I kind of see it as, well, you have Melvin Gordon at running back, you, or you have Javante Williams, who have both had a good year last year. Mm-hmm. Noah Fant kind of had a down year last year, so his value was kind of, you know, it's, it's unknown. Let's really. face it, Noah Fant was never a star. Right, he was yet. for for the tight end position. He was a solid player. And he blocked well. Yeah. He was a good pass catcher. He was a good right. He was a big target. And what quarterback doesn't love a big target? I feel like a tight end is just as, as important as a wide receiver core. Having a good tight end at uh, the tight end position. Right, and you know tight ends are kind of slept on like as a position. They're novelties. So they kind of fall in the draft. So that's mm-hmm. something the Broncos should be looking at. Is hey. Third, second day, third round, late second round. Hey, can we trade up maybe our third round pick to get in the second round and take this tight end that we like and fill that position? What's his name? Trey McBride? Yeah. There's a lot of good I, – I, I don't recall a lot of their names right now, but there's a lot of good tight ends coming out in the draft this year. Yep. Uh, obviously, none match the prospect level of uh, what's-his-face from last year, the Falcons tight end. Oh, Why can um, I not remember? Kyle Pitts. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't remember um, his name for a second too. there. So – you know, it's it's one of those trades we'll have to see if it pans out. Mm-hmm. See what the Broncos can do in free agency because I think they have money because they lost Von Miller. I think the funniest thing out of this whole thing is how Jamal Adams, karma man, won it out of a rebuilding team in the Jets, right? <laughs> Gets traded to a team that wasn't so far off from the Super Bowl, was making the playoffs every year, having a winning season every year. Now they lose their franchise quarterback. Gain, gain draft picks. Not they're obviously not set up horribly for the future, but it's got a sting for Jamal Adams. But not that I care. But I think it's the funniest thing in the world. But right, but now now you see the Seahawks as a potential team that's going to take quarterback in the yeah. first round because they didn't. What, what was their? I know they started to win towards the end because Russell Wilson came back, but yeah. they were like under five hundred, I think. Yeah, they we we actually have their tenth overall pick, the Jets, still from the Jamal oh, Adams yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, tenth overall. I don't know. Did they get the Broncos pick this year? I I don't. They, those details didn't come out that I saw. Didn't they? Okay, so I'm assuming they did. Where the, do you know where the Broncos are picking the draft? Isn't it like sixth or something like that? The Broncos weren't no. very good last year either. They, I think they were, they were outside of the top fifteen. Outside? I don't think they were in the top. They might have been. I don't know. I don't remember. They weren't very good last year at all. If uh, I'm not positive where they were selecting, but I'm pretty sure it was in the top ten. I don't think they were in the top ten. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You gotta do some research. The, ja- there. the Jaguars have the first pick. I know that. I know that. Actually, I know, I know the Jets have the do second. The Lions have the first pick. Uh, no, the Lions have the second pick. Correct my. I'll correct myself. I said the Jets have the second pick. The Jets have the fourth pick and the tenth pick. Yeah. The Texans have the third pick. Yep. We gotta have a the mock Jets draft have the fourth episode. pick. Mm-hmm. The Giants have a, the fifth pick. Yep. Carolina has a sixth pick. New York has the seventh pick. Denver, right now. Or not Denver, uh, the Giants. In, in which they're going to take Malik Willis, by the way. You think the Giants are going to take Malik Willis? I do. You really do? 
The Broncos have the ninth pick. You got you got to elaborate on that a little bit more. You actually think that we talked about Malik Willis in a previous episode. Liberty quarterback looks fantastic. Had a good combine. You actually think the Giants are going to take him over Dan- Daniel Jones? You you've given up on him already? I haven't seen anything from Daniel Jones in three years that has told me. You know what? I have faith in this guy. That's fair. He had one game passing over 300 yards this year. One. Seriously. That's it. Well, I don't think the Jets as a whole team, other than when Mike White came in, had a team had a game over 300 yards. <clears throat> I agree with you. Daniel Jones hasn't shown a lot of promise, but it's kind of early to give up on him. Well, Honestly, how many the Jets, another New York team, Sam Darnold, kind of similar situation there, gave up after what three years too. So I guess Daniel Jones owned one more year, earned one more year than Sam Darnold did. Yeah, and it's new coaching staff, so you could say, hey, if the coaching staff likes them, they want to start over. That's kind of that influence, too. Who's there, who'd they hire again? Uh, Bill DeBool. Oh, oh, Brian DeBall from the DeBall. the offensive coordinator Brian, from the whatever. Bills. And Joe, Sh- Joe Schnow. <laughs> yeah, we'll call him Joe <laughs> Schnow as the new GM. Of the, Joe, Joe Schmo. <laughs> the New York winning Giants. They never win. I'm going to get off the sports subject for a bit here. Talking a lot of football, a lot of news, a lot of news that's going to come up in the football world. Free agency free agency is starts the 17th of March. Don't quote me on that. Probably. Something like that. Some, somewhere in, it starts at the end of March. Let's put it that way. But this past Friday, I'm not going to spoil anything, okay? So spoiler, I'm, wait, no, no spoiler warning, okay? I'm not going to spoil anything. I saw the new Batman movie. Oh my God. Very hyped. What do you mean, oh my God? This movie, I don't know. We talked about movies a little bit in a previous episode. Batman, the Batman, is possibly the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. That's cap. There's no way. Spider-Man No Way Home won it. It was better than Spider-Man by a mile. And I love Spider-Man, too. I'm not that big into DC, but I want to see it. And I might just, it might, might like, what happens in the NBA, recency bias. It might be recency bias towards the movie. But I thought the movie was, I thought it was great. Okay, now that you... Shouted out Batman. Can we get back to the whole, you know, sports thing? Because it's kind of like our our main thing. Just I want. Ta- I mean, if you want to, I mean, if I, you I talk wanna, movies. That's fine. I, I want to talk movies for a bit. Oh my god! Okay. I don't see why not. Who doesn't like movies? <laughs> well, what's can't the, argue with that. Yeah, everybody likes movies. Once you're gonna go to the movie theater and pay fifty percent. Movie theaters are expensive. I know. Really the, expensive. The tickets aren't. The food is. Yeah, the food. The food's where they get you. Food even at sport. Well, we're gonna talk about sports the whole time. Even at even at sporting events, the food is ridiculous. You have to pay fifteen dollars for a bottle of water. I thought everything just circles back to sports. Yeah, well, that <laughs> sports heads. What can I say? <laughs> You're not wrong. What what other news? I was gonna, I gonna ask you. So Justin Herbert has been a very very good quarterback for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And what does you know signing Mike Williams again? Give him next year as an option, especially even if, you know, looking at the wide receivers coming out of this year's draft, who seem to be very promising wide receivers. With Mike Williams, it depends on a lot of things. Obviously, he had a career year last year, especially starting off the season. He was on another planet. People were calling him the number one receiver in the game for a second there. Um, Justin Herbert, Herbert, obviously, like you said, is fantastic. He's going to continue to be really good, I believe. It all depends on what the Chargers do. They were a decent team last year. Took a major step forward from the year before. They, they're up and down. It seems every year they could have a good, uh, they could have a good year or a bad year. But it all depends. Just like every team, it depends on free agency. It depends on the draft. 
and it depends on what moves you make overall. And that's what's exciting because all this stuff is right around the corner. Yeah, it is. It's April draft, early April draft, so probably yeah. what, less than a month. Yeah. I very excited. Now I'm gonna I am gonna before we switch into a next big topic, Cordell Patterson. Hmm. He's he had a good year start. Mm-hmm. And he kinda he kind of broke a little few barriers because he was kind of like doing that like running back wide receiver thing, and then you saw Debo do that, mm-hmm. and then he kind of fell off. Cordero, yeah, he didn't really. I I didn't expect him to keep up the consistency of dropping like three touchdowns a game, but Cordero Patterson, nice surprise. I don't think he can keep it up. Yeah, but his teammate might be the smartest guy in history. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, my man. Smart. Betting 1.5K and losing $11 million. That's my guy. How do you lose $11 million? He did not lose $11 he, million. He got suspended next, for next season, so he doesn't oh, get his salary. I see what you mean. Yeah, that, that, that bet didn't pan out. I think Vegas won that bet. Vegas always wins. <laughs> what I don't understand is, I know he's under contract in the NFL, all right? He's, he wasn't really a part of the team in any way last year other than did he play a few games? He played like the first half of the season then he took break for like mental health and I think that's I where thought that, that was the other year. This year he hurt his nah, knee, didn't he? that was this year. Are you sure? This year was mental Be positive. Health. I had him on my fantasy team. Trust me, I know. Did you? Oh, okay, that's fair. That, fantasy doesn't lie. And I think they said the game win was week three, week five, and week eight. Mm-hmm. And I think at like week nine he like mental break. Mental break. Well, it is kind of weird how that all went down. Maybe somebody was on his case a little bit, and he was like, oh, because it opens up a whole world of questions. Why him? exactly did he just randomly take a mental break? Does he actually have some sort of underlying mental condition? or? I mean, I can't imagine being a professional athlete and the stress you're constantly put under to perform in front of millions of people, mm-hmm. some in the stadium, some watching, and have like have to deliver. And Calvin Ridley was that kind of guy. Yeah, and trying to He's hide, a great player. trying to hide a gambling problem in air quotes, could also put so much stress on you that like you just can't handle it all. There's no way to balance football and mm-hmm. balance the gambling, or for some people it's the drinking or whatever professional athletes have to do outside of outside of the field, yeah. and that stress can build up. And then one time they just they just snap and well, one point five k for a multi millionaire is make not it a gambling problem. I getting know. paid millions of dollars to play football a game. 1.5K is, just like you just said, is not a gambling problem. It's, he did parlays. Who, like, what kind of person of age doesn't like to do parlays? They're cool. You get, you can bet on a team to win this game. You can bet on a team to win that game. And if you win, you get money. It's it's just fun. It's a fun way to watch sports. And since he wasn't playing, or was he, he you said he was playing at the time? I think he was playing at the time, yeah. Well, then that doesn't make sense to me. So just scratch what I just said. <laughs> well, I think he bet on his own team. I think there there be more details that come out, just like the Sean huh. Watson situation. If he's betting on his own team, it's not like he, it's not like he's f- paying somebody to throw the game. Right, but he could also throw the game. Did or if he, he's betting against his own team, he could be throwing the game. I don't know the I whole, highly all doubt the details. Would, we'll, we'll highlight it more as we as yeah. more details come out. Once I'm more sure details. the NFL will investigate it more. I'm sure they will. So, um, a lot of front office news in the NFL. A lot of front office news in the MLB. When is the MLB going to come back? How long is this situation going to drag out? Uh, 
I really don't know what to say. I, it's every every MLB fan that wants to see baseball is frustrated, and I know baseball is kind of falling off. Mm-hmm. There, I'm gonna be honest. There's no there's there, no getting around it. Baseball there, has definitely lost popularity over the past 100%. decade. It's just not as attractive anymore, and I I feel like if it's gonna regain popularity, it's gonna have to make changes that take yeah. away what the game actually is. Yeah. So did they know, rule? It's, it's just not. It's, the walkout is not a good thing for baseball. It's not. No, it's not. Especially, uh, baseball is definitely losing popularity. Yeah. It's it's. I think it's rebounded quite a bit over the last couple of years with all the young stars, but compared to maybe middle mid nineties, how base how popular it was, America's pastime, all that, is definitely not as popular as it used to be. It's still popular, obviously. People obviously. are still going to games, but to have this situation happen. When you're in the middle of not your best years as a, as your and as an organization, it's not good. It's not a good look. Uh, the owners gotta get their heads out of their butts and just get the teams on the field and give the fans what they want. Because in the end, the fans are what matter. Because the fans are consumers and the fans are the ones that are gonna make you money. And if you don't have fans, you're not gonna make money. And all and all this money you care about, because all the, all this is about is money. When it comes down to it, it's about money. All that's gonna go away if you don't have fans to support your franchises. Right. You know, it's we'll have to continue to follow and see what you know, see what updates happen every week and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I know we haven't exactly dove into the soccer realm of things, mm-hmm. but news last week that FIFA was banning Russia teams or yeah, Russia that is from big, from big competing news. in the World Cup, and I think there was other sports that weren't like allowing travel yeah, to Russia probably, or but Russia teams to compete. Speaking of Russia. I would like to I would like to do some research on on this. Do you think like during other conflicts throughout history, like when other nations were condemning other countries' actions, like everybody comes out and condemns Russians' actions for u- invading Ukraine, obviously. But do you think in the past this has happened with other sports and organizations, maybe outside of like maybe the Olympics were happening one year, for instance, World War Two? I'm not positive on this, but it might happen. Canceled that year. The Olympics, I think so. That's what I, that's what I'm wondering. I wonder if they've been maybe Germany was banned from uh, competing in the Olympics for a while or something like that. I would like to do some research on that. It's kind I think of the Olympics topic. were in Berlin in 1944. That was that wasn't 44 and 45. It was before World War Two. It was it was I think it was before the U.S. got involved. They I think that. no, I don't think they would not have allowed them to have the Olympics in the middle of World War Two. I believe it was before the war actually started. Everybody knew there was something fishy about Germany, but Germany used it as a means to kind of show people that, oh, nothing's going on here. But I don't really want to dive deep into these politics, political things or anything, but you do have a point. It is big that Russia was banned from competing in the World Cup, FIFA. That's big. FIFA did something good for once. Soccer did something good for once. I don't, I'm not a big soccer fan. A lot of people are soccer fans. I respect that, but... Never really gotten into it. Maybe I should a little bit. It's, it, it doesn't interest me that much. It's fun to play. I used, to, I think I talked about this in a previous episode. I actually, I used to play soccer. Every um, little kid plays soccer. You every little kid want. played soccer, and yeah, I should have played football sooner because all I would do is tackle people. <laughs> I think I said that exact thing before, but it's okay. I mean, could we see like Russian? I know. Basketball. Some people come from like the European leagues and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or is, is that going to stop from Russia sporting events or skiing or whatever? Whatever Russia's main sport is. Well, what, what kind of limitations are the rest of the country going to put on that? Because taking Russia out of FIFA is kind of a big thing. I don't think the Premier League's in Russia. 
Not that I know of. I'm not I'm that not big positive. of a soccer guy. Yeah. Um, I'm not so. positive about the NHL, the MLB, the NBA, and the NFL. I, when was the last time there was a Russian-born player? I feel like it'd be more hockey than it was. Than That's what I'm else. saying because I know Russian hockey teams. Don't quote me on this. There was a movie about it, Russian versus American Miracle? hockey. Is that what it was? It might be the movie Miracle. It might have been. I watched. We watched it in health class this year. The, the hockey movie. I don't remember exactly what it's called. It, I think you might be right, but probably more affecting hockey. I don't think. I don't know if they're actually going to ban these players because it's not. It's not like it's the players' fault. It is. It's Vladimir Putin's fault. But again. I don't want to really dive in deep into these politics because yeah. it sucks. Everything that's going over there, going on over there, sucks. It sucks for the world. There's no point in it. There's no point in invading another country, causing Nobody's chaos. Winning. Nobody's winning. There could winning. just be peace. Nobody's winning this war. Why can't we just see world peace? It's like it's not. Just live your lives. Enjoy. Enjoy life. Enjoy your time on Earth. Yeah, it's a, it's a very heartbreaking scene, and hopefully it's over soon. Hopefully they hopefully can have peace is. talks, and hopefully they can actually cease fire. Hopefully, hopefully that all ends. Yeah, I can't afford I can't afford gas anymore because of all this stuff going on. It's getting over. I believe I looked at the the bandit today, which is a local gas station by the high school. Um, four fifty. Oh my gosh! The <laughs> next time it goes on the two dollars, I'm buying a bunch and freezing it. <laughs> Fifteen gallon gas tank. I think that's how big my gas tank is. It's not very big. That's a lot of money, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of money. I can't – I don't work that much because I have a lot going on. And I – that's a lot, dude. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll switch gears back to the, the sports the section sports, before we yeah. say something we're going to regret. Saying. I keep saying I don't want to talk about politics, but then I talk about gas prices and all this stuff going on. See, you did it again. Just, oh, just, my God. Just let it go. Take a deep breath in and out and just go. <sighs> we're good. We're good. Okay. 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 NBA. Thursday is a big day for the NBA. Ooh. Sixers, Nets, first matchup. Ben Simmons is not playing, but will travel and sit on the bench. Ooh, smoke screen. What if he is playing? Yeah, he'll probably get he'll probably get trolled off the court if he is playing. <laughs> he probably will. he's basically an old man at this point. Which he never really had injury trouble. You're a Sixers fan. I'm not. Did he ever have injury troubles before he stopped playing? Pretty much. No, except unless you count injuring the team by throwing the games in the Hawks series. Well, that's injury problems. <laughs> he wasn't throwing the game. He was throwing the game. I feel like he was not dude, giving it what he was required to give it. I just hope everything works out for the Nets. Honestly, we I feel like we talk so much about Nets Sixers. There's so much information coming out about those two teams, uh, how they relate to each other lately. James Harden, right? Deal, Didn't you drop what, six of your last seven though? I don't want to talk about it. I do not want to talk about it. Other big news over the weekend. That game just started. Just Giannis, LeBron, Nikola Jokic, and Jason Tatum all balled out this weekend. Wow. I 50, think they, oh, 50 pieces for all of them, right? Uh, I think Joker, Joker was a 40. Yeah. I don't think Giannis was a 50. Mm. LeBron know, I, was 56, which is insane at his age. I know Tatum dropped like 7,000 points on my nets. Tatum dropped 54. 54, huh? And Embiid put up 43 last night. Embiid sucks. <laughs> you keep saying that. He's horrible, you man. You keep He's saying washed. that. He's averaging 30 points a game. No, he's not. Saying that. I don't believe you. All right, let's look. I know, I know. I'm just messing with you. I just don't. I also want to say that Tyrese Maxey is the steal of any NBA draft. No. You can't tell me differently. Most overrated player of all time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, How can you say that? I just said it. 
like yeah, this. Tyreek's Massey. Tyreek's. Yeah, nice, Tyrese Maxey is the most overrated player of all time. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. He doesn't play in your net. So he Sixers. Can't Sixers, Eagles, Flyers, Phillies. Every, every Philadelphia fan. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go there. You, um, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to make fun of you for being a Philly fan. When you could but be I'm, a New York fan. I'm not a Philly <laughs> fan. I'm a Giants fan. Philly I'm an fan. Orioles fan. Philadelphia fan. You're not an Orioles fan. You like the Phillies. I like both. You the Orioles not. just suck That's so bad possible. I don't want to follow them. It's not possible. You can't like more. How do you like more than one team? Because I have good reasons for liking both of them. What are your reasons? When I was a kid, I went to Camden Yards, and I fell in love with the ballpark, and I liked the logo. I think that's how it was. My dad might tell you differently because he knows better than me, but I was four, and I don't remember <laughs> what happened when I was four years old. Interesting. And very, very, very interesting. I like fitting in and talking baseball, so I kind of like the Phillies, too. Okay, I know a lot of, let's just say Sunday wasn't very good for me. <laughs> uh... Been complaining about it for the what? What? What's today? Tuesday. Oh, dude, it feels like it's been a year already. Um, Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Hendrick Motorsports. No, shut up. Period. <laughs> Great the race. smartest race racing no. team in NASCAR so far this year. No. Great race overall. Until the end. Not a great weekend for my boy Kyle Busch. Right. Rex in practice on Saturday. Doesn't get to qualify. Has to start at the back on Sunday. Uh, Sunday works his way up multiple times through the field. Stage one finishes in the top ten after million a million things happened. He even spun out in stage one. Stage two works his way up uh, after for some reason he went to the back after a long pit stop. I don't remember exactly what that was for, but he did go to the back again. Pretty much made his way back up again. Finished in the top five. I think, yeah, top five. End of the race, right? Coming down to the wire. Martin Truex Jr. is catching Kyle Busch. They're slicing and dicing. Uh, Truex set the lead multiple times. Kyle Busch crossed him over. Some of the greatest racing I've seen in recent years. Mm-hmm. Three laps to go. Caution. The worst timed caution of my life. I. Kyle Busch is going to tear it up this year. We know that. New car takes talent into consideration we talked about all that this call it makes me mad man first of all i don't understand i i have to figure this out but i don't know why they had to pit with three laps to go would they have shredded the tires on the restart probably but there's two laps to go it's going to be a shit show either way so just take the two laps and every everybody would have followed the leader most likely had kyle not pitted so kyle kind of screwed himself there he should have just stayed out and everybody else probably most likely would have stayed out behind him or at least a good amount of cars in between them, and he would have been able to beat those cars because he was the fastest car in the track that day. Maybe not the fastest car in the track. Truex was pretty fast. Truex burnt his stuff up towards the end of that run, but Tyler Bush had that race won. And then Alex Bowman swoops in after taking four tires instead of two tires. No, sorry, excuse he me. Took two. two tires instead of four tires like the other million of guys in the field. Uh, Larson, Byron. Bowman, and Byron. Byron took two tires and yep. ended up finishing in the top three. Five. Top five. Bush We're, got third. Bush got fourth. Truex got third. Truex got, got eighth. Who got third? Ross Chastain. Oh, right. I, I completely forgot he existed. How, to be honest. What a great performance by him, though. I, 
it's, it's showing our what we said in the first week is that we don't know what's going to happen with exactly. these cars. And there's been multiple new drivers who mm-hmm. have shown out every week. Daniel Suarez last week. Yeah, that's Austin been the Cindric past two weeks. Winning Daytona. I know it's Daytona, well, but still, rookie winning Daytona. Austin Cindric is in a Penske car. Great equipment. You could win Daytona as a rookie. Uh, even last week, we I know we didn't have a show last week. I, uh, I will apologize for that. There was nothing not going a, on. Not so a lot going on. Us. Eric Jones. In the top five all day long. He had to have the best running position, average running position, that is. Tyler Reddick, until he blew a tire, was go- was going to win that race. He was the fastest car. That wasn't six laps down, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it has been a rough couple weeks for Kyle. Even though he's been running really well, he has the second best average finish behind Eric Almarola. Eric Almarola is tearing it up lately. Um, yeah, not a lot of sports news coming out lately, but a lot of NASCAR stuff going on. First three weeks of the season. It's pissing me off, but it's looking like a good year. I'm, I'm still saying, if you don't watch NASCAR, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Pick pick a driver. I don't really care who it is. I will say, if you have a favorite driver, it will make it that much better. Or team. Look, I uh, love Chase Elliott and I love Kyle Larson, but I've kind of naturally started to like Alex Bowman and William Byron. Uh, and I did want to say about... Here's you know, the thing. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Excuse me. Hendrick has always found their way to the top yeah. in every race so far this season. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at that... From my perspective, I'm living on cloud nine for NASCAR yeah. right now. Well, Joe Gibbs, my I would say was my favorite team, even though I'm not a fan of all the drivers on that team. Denny Hamlin. They've been in not inconsistent, I would say, but they've had issues with overheating. And really, Kyle Busch and Truex are the ringleaders right so far this season. Denny Hamlin's out of the top 30 in points right now. Christopher Bell hasn't started off well. He keeps wrecking as well as Hamlin. A lot of other guys, too. Kozlowski, blah, blah, blah. Um, Denny Hamlin... I'm not a big fan of him. I don't think a lot of I don't think a lot of people are a big fan of him. He gets on a lot of people's nerves. He gets on a lot of drivers' nerves, for that matter. But I know where you're coming at from the uh, perspective of being a fan of a team. But I would say pick one, even especially starting out, pick one driver. Right. Maybe you like his paint scheme. Maybe you like his name. Maybe you like something you heard about him. Whatever it is, watch this driver. Watch the chart on the side on the on the left of the screen. Watch where he's going. Watch what's happening with him. Listen to what's happening with him, and you'll you'll be hooked. If you if you become a fan of one person and you follow one person, you will love it, just as I have learned to love it by watching my boy Kyle Busch. I mean, even if you don't know anything about NASCAR, we we love the talk NASCAR, and I know it's kind of like not many people exactly do it, but like if you have questions, about, if you have questions about NASCAR, if you like, hey, maybe I want to, maybe I like Tyler Reddick. I like his paint scheme. He mm-hmm. seems like a cool guy. What do you know about Tyler Reddick? What mm-hmm. what is something I should watch for with him? And the one thing that NASCAR does really cool is they actually have the radio communication between the driver yeah. and the spotter, and you can actually hear what's going on. Yeah, I listen to my scanner every once in a while. I have the NASCAR app. I can listen to every driver's scanner. I can listen to the radio on that app. It's a great app. It's a I think it's just the official NASCAR app, but uh, we're talking about people giving us our opinions and rooting for certain drivers, asking if they should root for a certain driver or whatnot. Uh, On that note, we are looking at having guests on the show in the near future. So in our uh, website, we have our email. So if you would like to be on the show, you could send us an email, shoot me a text if you have my number. You can text Uh, me too. Either works. DM me on anything you have. Uh, If you would like to... Come hang out with us, talk, talk whatever. Doesn't have to be sports. Doesn't have to be anything, uh, in particular. If, I mean, if you have a certain topic you want to like, just make a twenty-five, yeah. thirty, 
45 minute show with us. It doesn't matter how long the shows are. I know that it's a sports podcast. There's not a lot of news certain weeks. It's not easy to make the longest show in the world. But any topic, we've had shows that haven't been sports already. Uh, Any topic, whether it's not too big into the politics thing, but I'll talk politics with you if that's what you would like to do. As long as it, as long as like we're not talking and we don't like say things we regret. Because if we if we do that, if we go too far, that episode won't come we're out. We're not gonna so go you too know. far. We don't have to worry about that. But I don't know, man. Things can get pretty wild when you talk politics. Here's here's the good thing about a podcast. You could talk about something as boring as maybe let me think cheese for a half hour. What's your favorite kind of cheese? See what I mean? <laughs> cheddar, probably cheddar cheese. Ew. What's Ew. wrong with cheddar cheese? Ew. Cheddar cheese is the best, especially on a no. burger. Have you ever bacon, had like the, the mix? Bacon cheddar burger. The, like the Mexican cheese, like the, the mozzarella and the cheddar together is the best cheese. Is that called Gouda? Gouda? I do not You act like I would know. <laughs> well, One my point thing. is <laughs> something as boring as cheese, as boring as a tennis. I'm looking at a tennis racket on my wall. Why? Those are no, those are old snow. I don't know what I'm. Those are old <laughs> snowshoes. Really weird looking. They look like tennis rackets. Some you could talk about tennis rackets, and just find a way to not make it the most boring thing in the world. Yeah. If that makes any sense at all. And for those of you who like college basketball, unlike Zach, no. After next week's episode i will drop a link to an espn tournament challenge group yes to compete against me and zach because i'm gonna convince him to do a bracket and see hey say maybe see if you can be if you can beat us i mean i'll put hours into research in it but it's normally the ones who don't make it who don't try always do the see, best and that's see, the most frustrating thing about march madness but it's okay because see, you move on see here's the thing about college basketball March Madness is awesome. We all know that. It can make or break players' careers, such as John Morant in recent years. Everybody does a bracket. We were talking to a few of our teachers, one of our teachers today, and he was saying how, yeah, he'll make a bracket here and there. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't care to do the research. He doesn't actually care about college basketball. Just as a lot of sports fans don't actually care what teams are in it, they don't care about the analytics or what teams, what blah, blah, blah. They might know a team and be like, okay, I'm going to root for that team. But they're not going to dive deep into it. Like for me, I would I would say I'm a UNC fan. I don't know jack crap about UNC. UNC. At all. I'm a, I like Michael Jordan. I'm not actually a UNC fan. I just – if somebody asked me, what's your favorite college basketball team? I'd probably say UNC because of Michael Jordan, even though I wasn't even alive pretty much when Michael Jordan was playing. I think it's cool that he played there. But my point is – a lot of people don't actually follow college basketball until they have to make the bracket. And a lot of people gamble on that too, so it gets more exciting for them. But I, I will admit, I do watch a lot of college basketball when it comes to March Madness. But other than that, no interest in it whatsoever. And I believe a lot of people have that same opinion. Dude, we, we'll, we'll have to set up a day where we like just watch March Madness. That's well, or on the weekend or something. Yeah, well, I best part about March Madness is it being on during school. And you're able to watch it yeah. during school. That is the best thing. Especially with the endings, and you're like, yeah. you're like with like th- a group of like guys or girls or whatever who you ever watching with, like on your Chromebook screen, and like somebody hits a buzzer beater, and yeah. you're all like going like, not crazy even just on a Chromebook screen, even when like I've had teachers that have put it on the big screen. Well, on that note, uh, we've ran out of time today. Just shoot us an email. Yeah, if you want to be shoot on, us an email. Whatever, we'll we'll get back to you. Shoot us a text. Shoot us a DM. Whatever. Get on whatever that right want. away. Well, we're looking, as I said, we're looking at having guests on the show. 
which would be very interesting to us because we would have new, a new, new face, a new, new face, p- a new face, a new, a new voice, a new road, a new road to take. We've been doing the same road for about a month, and we're gonna branch out. Wow, well, it's been a we, month. We'd like to hear your opinions on the things yeah. we discuss on anything, whatever you want to talk about. Happens. So that's all I got for this week. Again, I would like to apologize for not uh, joining you last week. We did record an episode. Uh, we didn't release it for reasons because we didn't think it was the most interesting episode because there wasn't a lot going on and we didn't really talk about much. We we got to the point where we were just naming basketball players. Yeah, <laughs> we got to the point where we didn't know what to talk about because there was no news other than the race that weekend. We started doing this. Hey, what's that? What you get, you went down the list of NBA teams and I made you name a player in the team on every for some team. reason I couldn't remember a team a player. From the San Antonio Spurs. Name one right now. Yaka Pirtle. Yes. <laughs> oh, eh. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I would have won that bet. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for joining us once again. We'll uh, see you next week. This has been Hanging with Hazard. See you next week.